Have you or someone you know ever had a hard drive crash? Or maybe your cell phone or tablet died, taking all of your pictures with it. You've thought about backing up your data, but all of the plans out there cost too much money for just a little bit of storage space. Well, now there's a solution. Got backup? That's right, Got Backup will allow you to back up unlimited devices, up to 6 terabytes of data for only $9.97 a month. And that's not all. You can earn commissions by referring friends and family too. Got Backup is the only data storage center that allows you to earn income on your referrals. Check out Got Backup now. Log on to john-jeffers.com. That's john-jeffers.com. Log on now. Well, good evening, my friends. How are you tonight? We are doing fantastic. I'm technically assuming that we're both doing fantastic. I know I'm doing fantastic. Are you doing fantastic, Clay? <laughs> uh, yeah, always. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm upright, I'm breathing, and nobody's shooting at me. So yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Any day like that is a good day, right? <laughs> always a good day. <laughs> All right, good. We're going to get the intro out of the way, and then we're going to chit-chat. Okay. Well then, what's up, my friend? What have you been up to? Anything exciting? Um, you know, mostly mostly quiet weekend here in Eastern PA. Not not a whole lot going on. We had some a little bit of crazy weather kind of moved through. A lot of windy, a lot of cold. You know, yeah. it's stuff that just keeps you inside. Um, mm-hmm. And did enjoy the federal holiday on Monday. That was very nice. Um, nice. You know, local to me. Um, you know the the barber shop right atmosphere right it's kind of mm-hmm. very similar to the the beauty shop atmosphere i guess uh, sure. but i have a uh, i have a local uh, gun store uh, that has a very like counter bar stools go in there guys go in shoot the breeze um mm-hmm. kind of thing and i spent probably a couple of hours yesterday at a place called shoot angry incorporated shoot angry inc right around the corner from my house yeah great little place great gun shop um, good people and, uh, spent a, a lot of time, you know, just in there kind of shooting the shit, I guess, you know, <laughs> no, it's, but it's, it's great. It is. It's one of those, you know, I'm not a drinker anymore. So it's right. not like I go to the bar and hang out with the bartender or whatever, but, uh, yeah, shoot angry right around the corner from my house is a great place that I just kind of go and hang out with the guys and, and talk shooting and guns and world events and all that good stuff. That's so cool. It's like instead of like the coffee shop or whatever, or the or the barber shop, like you said, you guys, that's a better, I don't know, to me, that's like an even more fun place to hang out. (laughs) Yeah, it's, you know, and people, you know, because it's a retail place, like anything else, people come in and out, you know, and they join in the conversation, and then they fade Mm -hmm. out of the conversation. And so you spend a couple hours down there, and you get a handful of people to pass through. It's a lot of fun. That's awesome. I love it. I did not do what I normally do during this time of year. I, you know, as I probably mentioned a thousand times, I hate the winter. Wah, wah, wah. And um, I, I hibernate as much as possible. Like during the week, I barely leave the house. Like there's been days where the truck hasn't moved for, you know, two days, three days even. And it's, I, I make like a contest of it. Like how many days can I go without leaving the house? You know, my husband's like, this is a problem. <laughs> it's probably not normal, yeah. but I do. I guys don't, don't worry. I do leave the house. I'm not a, a hermit 
shut-in. You're a yeah. shut-in, Elsa. <laughs> I am a shut-in. I am yeah. like that little old bitty, and I got my my little house coat on. All I need is like 20 cats, and I'm all set, right? Oh, but this weekend, we were out every night. You know, we're we're at that like stage of life. I don't know if it's an age thing. I don't know what it is. But if we go out, like normally, if we go out on, say, Friday night, we act like that. that's it. Okay, well, we've been out. I mean, we did it. We went out. We're, we're not going out again. We're like, we just got to recover from that. And it's not like we go crazy or anything. We go out to dinner. We have a nice dinner. We maybe go see a band or something. But, you know, then after that, we're like, oh, well, we went out Friday, so we're good. And then if we have plans any of the other days, we, we're so mad about it. We're like, oh, why do we have plans? This is terrible. And, but they were all great plans. Now I'm, I'm, I'm panicking a little bit because people that we were out with are probably like, wow, that's really nice. Really nice. Um, so taxing. No, so yeah. taxing. Right. Like, oh, I'm sorry. We're such a burden to you. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's bad because I'm, I'm not used to, I'm not used to socializing as, as much as, as we did. And Honest to God, it was so much fun. But, you know, Sunday after church, well, no, Sunday we were busy too. So it was Friday night we went out. Saturday, do we go out during the day? I don't know. It's all a blur now. But Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we were, we were out uh, every day, like just young party animals we were. And uh, even closing places down, we were out until midnight. It was crazy. <laughs> You know, it, oh. it is it is a little bit of the of the age thing, right? I, I mean, yeah. you know, uh, we talked about it last week, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I, I was out, you know, down in Florida, jumping out of an airplane, and it's a super social atmosphere. I'm, you know, it's all veterans, but you know, it's one of those early days that mm. ends early, right? So, right. you know, I'm up at 430, get dressed, you know, get some food in the belly, that kind of thing. And then and then get there and we go through all of our prep and all that stuff. And then you know, you jump and, and and you're done by like you're on the ground and everything's kosher by like nine o'clock, nine thirty. Oh, wow! Right, and then we're back and we kind of you know shake out parachutes and we, we you know we pack them up and we we put them away and you know you're rolling into lunchtime and early lunch you know and we kind of hang around and shoot the breeze and everybody talks about the jump and you know just camaraderie and all that stuff and you get right. done about twelve thirty or so and by that time I'm like I need a nap like. <laughs> I am done for the rest of the day. Like I, I'm, I, you know, back for the past nine years, you've been listening to John Jeffers talk about prepping politics and anything he thought you should know about. Hello, I'm Sydney Jeffers and John is my dad. You know, some people will take the chance to unlock infinite possibilities to change their future. Some will not even try at all. Which one are you? You see, my dad started selling data storage for people. He thinks being a prepper means backing up and saving all your data on your computers and cell phones. Being prepared means not just on the lookout for a disaster coming your way, but for everyday life. It's a fact that people have had their hard drives crash, computer and phones stolen, even lost or damaged. There are lots of companies offering to store and save your data, and they mean to charge you a pretty penny for it too. But with Got Backup, you only pay $9.97 a month for 6 terabytes of storage. My dad says that this is the best value in the industry, so you owe it to yourself to be his customer. Don't be the person who waits until it's too late when you've lost all of your important pictures, videos, music, paperwork, and data, and say to yourself, I should have turned the key and got back up. So, intelligentsia, the question remains, which person are you going to be? Go to www.johnjohn.com jeffers jeffers.com again 
www.john-jeffers.com and be my dad's customer. You'll be glad when that day comes. Back in the old days, I hate to say this, not that long ago, I'd, I'd jump out of a plane and that was like first activity of a two-week training exercise. Wow. I'd for two weeks after that. Now I do it. <laughs> okay, I, I got to go lay down. Like I'm, I'm Now you need a nap. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about and I used to like be so resistant to to naps. Like I thought it was like, oh my God, how could you sleep during the day? That sounds horrible. It sounds like you're wasting your life now. I'm like, you mean I can take a nap right now? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> like the excitement is like if somebody says, I have a million dollars for you, here it is. And that's how I feel about, you know, realizing that I could actually take a nap. Oh, it's I don't know if it's yeah. sad or good, but it is to- Drifting back into being toddlers, like, oh, it's nap. It's nap. Yeah. Okay. Nap time. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Those little stinkers don't know how good they have it. (laughs) I mean, you get a nap and cookies. Like, come on. What is better than that? I'd pass on the animal crackers. I was never a fan of those, but you give me a cookie. I'm a happy girl. (laughs) (laughs) Nap and a cookie. Elsa can be bought for a nap and a cookie. So simple. So simple. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, that's, that's. Right up my alley. Food. I'm I'm very food driven. I'm like, you know, like a dog in training. You know, how do you train your dog? How do you train your Elsa? I just you just offer her food treat. and she's just, you know, she'll do whatever. Yeah, treat, <laughs> so treat. Sad. anybody want a treat? Do it for a treat. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad. I should be embarrassed by it, but no. it is what it is, man. Cool for that. Oh, oh my goodness. All right. Anybody watching is sitting here going, are they gonna are they gonna get on with the show? Are they gonna they're just gonna sit and talk about themselves all day? Come on, you guys love it. I don't know if you do or not, but if you do, let us know. We'll, we'll, we can talk about ourselves all day. Why not? Not really. We can talk about each other. <laughs> that we could probably do. Right? Sure. That yeah. would work. That would be good. Yeah. Um, let's see. So what are we talking about today? Where are my little banners? Oh, okay. So, yeah. So let's start off with uh, Alexi. I'm not going to say it right. It's Navalny. 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 I can't yeah. see now. Yeah, I said it like um, five times before, and I said it perfectly. And all of a sudden, now when it counts, I just froze. That's sad. I'm glad yeah. you got it though. I think it's Naval- Navalny. You're yes. right. It is you know, for those. You know, everybody knows. I think it was in the headlines all over the place. His health has been failing. But to go backwards in time, to, you know, mm-hmm. he was a, a opposition leader to. To Putin, an act, political activist, blogger, lawyer, among other things, you know, he got. Uh, I think it was 2020. He got poisoned. Yes. Yeah. Big, big surprise there, right? Um, right. He got poisoned, um, almost died, and mm-hmm. then went to. I think they moved him. They got him out and got him to Germany. They got him to, to Germany. Yes. And yes. then for some. I, I mean, you want to talk about a guy who's dedicated to trying to improve his country. He turned around and went back to Russia. Right back. And, of right. course, got arrested. Got arrested. And, you know, and he's basically been in, jail, been in jail since then. And Yeah. And here's just, a uh, a picture. Right. From there. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Like, to you know, you've just been poisoned. You've just recovered from getting poisoned. And you're going to go right back right back into the thick of it. It's, uh, yeah, dedication or crazy, a little bit of both. Um, I'm going to go with dedication, though. I, you know, passion and and for the cause that he believed in and the country that, that he loves and uh, loved. And very sad, sad for his family, sad for everyone. And, 
Yeah, I'm I'm looking at his uh, I'm looking at the all the info now. He's 40 he was 47 years old. Yep. So how long was he actually uh, in prison when so when he came back was that 2021? Is that right? So yeah, I think it was 2021. So he got poisoned in 2020, rapid mm-hmm. health decline, almost died, got him out, went to Germany, got treated in Germany. That was a pretty long recovery. And then I think, yes, somewhere in 2021, he returned to Russia and then immediately back in. So he's been in prison for three, three plus years um, and, or three ish years. And, mm-hmm. you know, everybody, you know, you hear uh, the term a Russian prison, right? Or, a, you know, a, a Sib- yes. the Siberia kind of a thing. I mean, that's essentially what happened to this guy. And it's, you know, it's no secret. I don't even know if Putin's ever really denied that, you know, his people were behind it, the KGB or whatever the KGB is now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I mean, it's, it's not a secret. I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody in the world believes that it wasn't, you know, the Russian state responsible for this entire thing. And it was right. the, removal, the removal of a political opponent. Yes. Hmm. The Sounds strangely familiar. Opponent, right. Hmm. Yeah. And, and, and by, you know, okay. So the poisoning failed. And listen, you know, the United States is, you know, we, we tried to, we tried to kill Castro with exploding cigars, right? We're not opposed yes. to this. Right. We, we haven't been, um, but, but, you know, the poisoning failed, um, mm-hmm. you know, and for whatever reason, he decided to give them another opportunity and, and they arrested mm-hmm. him as, you know, shortly after he got back to Russia. So political opposition out of the way in jail, right? Assassination right. attempt failed. And then they just put him in prison. Mm. Yes. Gee, I wonder there's somewhere else. I can't think of where it is that they're trying to put their political opponent in prison. I just I can't think of I can't think of where that's happening. It can't be can't be anywhere that we would live in. That wouldn't happen, well, right? And and let's be fair, right? There is there's one sure. candidate who's got 91 counts against him, and we're gonna talk more about some of that here shortly. Yes. Um, but let's be fair and honest. Both sides of the of the aisle, like <laughs> President Biden's under some pretty serious scrutiny right now, right? Yes, his is. brother is it his brother paid him two hundred thousand dollars after mm-hmm. taking a six hundred thousand dollar payment uh, for some you know out of the country medical something or something they were trying to court a, a, a I think company out of Saudi Arabia, so that's being investigated. You know, mm-hmm. um, obviously you've got all the Hunter stuff, you've got the Ukraine stuff, you got the China stuff. It's all so we we've got no um <laughs> we don't have a lot of room to talk about jailing political opposition because yes. it seems to be going on just about everywhere. Yeah, I you know, am am I crazy to think that this is a relatively new new as in 2016. I mean, were they doing this before to each other? Everybody trying to get each other in prison. I mean, Clinton, I guess. Well, oh, Nixon. I Well, OK. All right. Well, yes, this has been going on for a long time. Yes, that well, does seem to be the answer. Right. I mean, yeah. there were legitimate things. I'm not saying that they were, you know, in, inconsequential or or trivial or silly or anything like that. But, um, yeah, I guess that is part of the whole political game. Well, and then depending on what conspiracy theory you you know, prescribed to, you've got Kennedy even before mm. that, they got him out of the way. Right. Yes, um, that's right. That's probably, you know, that, yeah. that might be the biggest one. Right. Right. So again, we're not, we're not above any of this, um, right. but this is being played out on an international stage under an international lens. Um, mm-hmm. and, and there's very little denial going on. 
Um, you know, it's you can't believe it's a coincidence that he got poisoned, he got cured, and then he got put in jail, and then he just stayed there until he died. Like that's right. Not, yeah. So know. the uh, the uh, official word was that he. I don't know. He just we just came back from a walk, and. Uh, he was, and then he was unconscious, and then I don't know. I guess he just died. He, like that was basically the official word from the uh, prison officials, right? The the gist of what happened. He went for a walk, came back, and was unconscious, and that was it. Uh, this guy's forty seven years old. Uh, you know, I mean, certainly, probably given the conditions he was probably in, he was yeah. probably not in the best of health. You know, so could he have died of? natural unnatural causes or natural causes but caused by <laughs> unnatural yeah. circumstances um certainly possible but it's it's a little a little bit inconceivable right hey Ep- epstein hung himself so of course I he mean, did there's, right there's that you know yeah so you know the removal of political opponents while in jail or or political threats while in prison also not uh above you know potential within the united states so we're not right you know, we, <laughs> you can make as many comparisons and parallels as you want with this thing, sure. uh, because, I, I, you know, all over the media, people, oh, Putin, he's horrible and this and that. And they, you know, and yeah, a little bit of internal. Take a look right. inside first before you start right. saying stuff, because we are not above the exact same things that are going on over there as much as we like to point fingers at Putin and he's a crazy mm-hmm. man and everything else. Um, but but there's plenty of evidence that that kind of stuff goes on right here and has been going on here for decades. So, yes. yeah, it, it's bad. It's horrible. I feel terrible for his wife, who truthfully oh. has been super yeah. outspoken, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, she's putting herself on the chopping block. Yes, if, she she keeps, if she keeps running her mouth, you know, don't make, I mean, not to sound terrible, but if she keeps speaking out against Putin and the right. Russian government. She is going to end up the, in the same place. It's, go, it's yes. not going to go well. No, no, they don't really. Um, well, like you said, Putin is he's not denying it. I mean, I don't even think he's saying much of anything at this point. Right. I think he's kind of like, whatever. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, it's it's not like here where they at least have to pretend to be good guys, you know. A little bit yeah, different. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's you're right. It's it's everybody, you know, pretending, hiding behind, you know, things like, oh, well, he took an oath. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah, he, he took an oath. Oh, okay, yeah. He it was like, it. you know, you know. I, I remember back with uh, the Olympics when they were in Russia, I remember a story about the um, the, the rings. The, they were supposed to light up at a, a very specific moment in time, and they didn't. And literally the next day or within two days, the guy that was responsible for that job mysteriously was found dead. <laughs> so they play by very direct, different rules. I guess I, they're not different rules. They're just way more direct, I guess. It's the only word I can come up with offhand. But now my question, I guess, is, um, and I don't know if you have the answer or not, but my question is like, why now? So let's say that they they did, it wasn't natural causes, just not a freak thing. And they got rid of an opponent like why right now is this is this a specific reason in this moment are they sending a message what do you think that's a good question i i i'm not as up on you know current affairs in russia as i probably should be Mm -hmm. uh i i don't think it has any direct relation to what's going on in ukraine 
Um, I, I, I don't know if maybe, maybe the impression is that, um, the Tucker Carlson, um, Mm. interview went better than, you know, is being portrayed like, well, maybe Putin's not crazy. Maybe, maybe he's, you know, maybe he is a normal, you know, and then they're like, well, everybody thinks he's normal. So let's take care of this thing now. I I don't Mm. know. It's a good question to ask. And again, I'm not as up on, you know, current affairs in Russia as I probably should be to make that determination, but that's. I'm definitely I'm, not as we well know, but well, yeah. And, and, and nobody over there is asking the question. Mm. So, you know, some international journalist who is outside of the Russian borders is probably the person to, to start asking those questions. Sure. Um, Cause you certainly don't want to do it from inside. Cause you. Yeah. That's a good no. question. Why? Why and timing is a that's a great question to ask. Yeah, I'm very excited that I I asked that question. <laughs> I'm very proud, very proud of myself. I'm going to yeah. pat myself on the back for that one. You you My would stump Jean Claude Van Damme with that. She would tell you that we'll circle back to that. It's okay. We yeah, they would have to circle back and uh, just don't have any answers for you for that right now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, <laughs> kick me out of the room for yes. even asking yeah, it. <laughs> Oh man. So uh we've got some some crazy times going on over here as well, of course. What do we talk? Oh no, we're not no, we're not on that yet. I'm going out of order. I was trying to. No, Are we're you, we're staying it all staying. rolls together. It's okay. it, it really does. It really does. You want to talk about Denmark? Yeah, so just continuing on the Russia Ukraine thing. So with yeah. the, the war going on, you know, continuing to go on in Ukraine, right? The Russian mm-hmm. invasion. Um yep. and and it's just crazy you know, to me. Right. NATO as a whole, um, continuing to to back Ukraine as, you know, as is probably in their best interests. You know, and, I, and I've said this from the beginning, I think Ukraine is a NATO problem. So I, I think they yeah. should, you know, they should be the ones contributing. Oh, by the way, just as a mm-hmm. side note, before we talk about this, the, the you know, NATO nations contributing their requirement is to contribute two percent of their GDP to defense. Like okay. that's in the NATO charter. Okay. Mm-hmm. So whatever your GDP is, you have to dedicate 2% of that to, to defense. It's a requirement mm-hmm. for years. It was like us and England. And then it was us and England and Romania. There was like three or four or five countries max this mm-hmm. year for the first time, maybe since, <laughs> since NATO stood up, I think it's 13 countries. Wow. Are, okay. Are over the 2% mark. Right. Mm -hmm. So when the threat, when the threat is real, right, people start taking this stuff seriously. So talking about Denmark, um, I I guess Ukraine put in a request to to NATO and maybe to Denmark specifically, but I think to NATO in general, they said, we need more artillery. We need more Mm -hmm. cannons. We need more artillery to, to, you know, continue this fight against Russia. We've lost enough or maybe what we have isn't sufficient enough. So they asked for more artillery. Denmark that, which doesn't necessarily have a huge military, but they have turned around and they are giving every single cannon that they have to Ukraine. This has to be unprecedented, right? Like nobody's ever done. This isn't lend lease, right? This is not like (laughs) us sending shiploads of rifles and machine guns to, to, you know, to England and to Europe. That's not what this is. Every single piece of artillery um, they are giving to Ukraine. Now, I, I'm I'm not an expert at geography, but I am uh, a pretty well versed in, you know, geographical <laughs> geography when it relates to warfare. All right. Yeah. So Russia 
Ukraine, Poland, a little bit of water, Denmark. If you are, <laughs> yeah. if you are really, really worried mm-hmm. as, as NATO, as Europe as, as a whole, if you are really worried that Putin is going to take Ukraine and then continue west, mm-hmm. right? I, I think the last thing you want to do is give away every single piece of artillery that you have. Seems that, like a strange you know, choice. I, I I don't, you know, it's a it's a gamble is what it is, right? It's it's yeah. a strategic decision that either they'll have time to get more or somebody else will cover for them or I I don't I don't know. Right. Um, but I thought it was very odd that the decision was we'll just give them everything. Let's, yes. Let's caboodle, we'll just give them all of it. Um and leave ourselves with nothing. I, I can't, like you said, I, I think it's unprecedented. I can't imagine yeah. another nation giving every single piece of anything, um, an entire capability to another country. I just, I don't get it. No, I am baffled. And I have no military training, expertise, anything. I, you know, I watched a few movies and I'm married to a guy that, you know, that's the extent of it. And even I'm sitting here going, that doesn't sound like a very good idea <laughs> now and it, and it's you know desert storm for all of us that are old enough to remember skewed how most people viewed modern warfare because it was you know most people don't realize or remember that you know iraq had the fourth largest army in the world when mm-hmm. that kicked off okay and they were wow. they were modern they were trained it was a professional army they did have some conscripts but, but it was a professional army Mm-hmm. That war lasted 100 hours, that ground war. 100 we, hours. 100 hours. Mm-hmm. We, we the, the, the coalition, mostly American, um, rolled through there and smoked everything that they had, right? Mm-hmm. And we saw, we all, you remember, we all watched it on TV. Oh, yeah. We were putting bombs through, you know, air shafts, and it was the coolest thing in the world. And we all thought yeah. that that was how war was going to be forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, there's some principles to warfare that don't change and and having artillery is is part of that, right? You you right. that is not right. a capability that is not a capability that you give up because now you think well, drones and airplanes are going to take the place of that. Well, mm-hmm. may, maybe to an extent they're going to take some of it, but you don't ever give away your artillery. Like it that's right. been go since they dis, since they started launching catapults. That became <laughs> like best thing around sure um and and you know they're referred to artillery is referred to as the king of battle um it's a chess reference mm. um they're referred to as the king of battle for a reason right it is the right. one of the least mobile but absolutely the most powerful thing on the battlefield um and that's the chess reference like the 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 king piece on a chess mm-hmm. um and and denmark was like here you go just take 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 everything we've got. There I don't is. get it. I, I, I don't. really don't understand it. It's very strange. There's certainly no strategy there. I mean, there's, you know, there's, it's a gift, basically, right? He's not saying. They're not getting it back. There's no exchange. <laughs> yeah, like you're never getting it back. That's, no. you know, no, that's a never gift. Back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's, I, I guess it's a, you know, belief in, in NATO as a whole by Denmark. Yeah. Like they just believe with their whole heart that, you know, if anything bad happens that they've got NATO to back them up. Mm. Um, but if, if, if I'm Danish, I'm, I'm not buying that. Like, I'm right. just, I'm not, I'm not buying it. So no. yeah, very, very interesting by their, I think they have a ministry of defense. If I yeah. remember. Correctly. 
Um, I think they have a ministry. So if they have a ministry by their minister of defense or by their president, I think it was a very interesting decision. Yep, it definitely is. I'm sorry, I'm playing around with our 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 um our things here. <laughs> sorry, guys. Um, so yeah, I uh I don't this is gonna be interesting as as everything that is going on in the world right now. Uh, you know, it's yet another one of those grab your popcorn moments and just sit back and and see how this is all going to play out in the world. And I, I feel like that we are, are just spectators to the most bizarre circus show on Earth. And it just gets wackier and wackier every single day. And of course, you know, center ring uh, center ring is, of course, you guys can guess it. Our guy, our guy, Trump, he's center ring always, you know, I mean, well, they take turns in fairness. They all kind of take turns taking that center ring. But um, he certainly gets a lot of a lot of time up in that center ring. And of course. um, Yeah. What was the number? Three hundred and. What's the number? Three hundred and fifty. Yeah, three hundred and fifty. Yeah, over. It's going to be actually over that, I guess, by the time it's all said and done. Uh, I, I have on here like three hundred and fifty million. He was fine. He, they barred him from running. We're talking, of course, the the New York trial that he uh, lost, and they uh, are barring him from running businesses in New York for three years, and that uh, goes for his sons and several business partners associates partners associates as well um i think the word of the night is unprecedented right i mean this is yet another are you kidding me wow moment and you know in the obvious of course he's going to appeal um but uh this uh, what's his name judge arthur and goran is that how you say his name so, he's quite yeah. a character quite a character to say the least um letitia uh, james I mean, this is, <laughs> I think I, I've listen, used- I'm not a, I'm not a business real estate guy. So I had to, I had to get smart on this um, mm-hmm. and really understand kind of the nuts and bolts. So um, I, I watched and listened to quite a few people who, you know, work in and live in this realm. And the best explanation that I heard was this. So the, the charge of fraud was based on the fact that in an attempt to borrow money to continue to build to buy and buy real estate and build on real estate Mm -hmm. what president trump did was he exaggerated overvalued Mm -hmm. his assets to the bank right now right the (laughs) the, every business analyst every business person that i saw talk about this all said the same thing Everybody does this. I was just going to say, I'm like, I I almost finished the sentence. I'm like, doesn't everybody do that? Yes. Okay. And it's, and it's, it's a, it's a negotiation essentially with the bank, right? When you say, well, you know, I want to, I want to borrow whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. $250 million. And they say, okay, well, you've got to have X amount of assets to back that up. And you say, well, I've got this and it's Mm -hmm. worth, you know, 140 million. And they go, we, we value it at 110. And then mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well let's right. settle at 125. You know what I mean? And then, and, sure. and so you go back and forth and it's a negotiation so that they know and understand what you have and what you can back it with when you get the right. loan, if they're going to give you the money and all, but again, commonplace happens 
all the time. Right. Everybody does this. And now correct me if I'm wrong, but the kicker is he didn't, he paid everything. Like he didn't default on anything. He didn't default on anything. Right. So (laughs) there's no, there's no crime. There's no injury. No one's hurt by this. No one lost anything. The banks didn't lose anything. Everybody walked away winners. Nobody got hurt. And he is being fined for doing nothing wrong. Fraudulent business practices is what it boils down to. Now, okay, let's let's say letter of the law was Mm -hmm. wrong. Okay, I'll concede that he was the even the business guy said that yes, by the letter of law he's wrong, but by common practice everybody does it. Totally accepted, not a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's so there's that, but the aftermath outside of just him appealing. I learned a lot. I learned a lot more. And again, this is, this was a great, this is a great one. Cause I, I, I really <laughs> did learn a lot on this one is so the three year ban of him doing business, mm-hmm. the repercussion of that is that he is going to most likely close down everything that he has in wow. New York city, Trump towers, all, all of it. He is going to close it all down. So that real estate will get sold that nobody can really afford to buy. Nope. Right. Or, or if they can afford to buy it, they can't afford to do anything with it. Right. Mm-hmm. It, all the employment, uh, everything that goes along, everything that's got Trump all over it in the city of New York. Yep. Is, he, they're saying he is going to move it. If he loses the appeal in the meantime, he will continue to do business right. as usual, but there is the threat of, mm-hmm. All of that, everything that yep. he owns, every business that he operates in New York is going to get shut down and moved because he yep. can't. They've they've said it. They banned it three years, right? Um, so that's potentially huge. So now, so, uh, so the city while loses his tax appeal. revenue, that's yeah. the thing. They yeah. lose tax money, and everybody wow. says, "Oh, well, he cheats on his taxes anyway." Blah 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 blah. Yeah. He might cheat on his taxes. He's still paying hundreds of millions of dollars, yes, you know, across exactly. all of his assets. You know, it's yeah. crazy. And but, by, you know, yeah. by what they think is cheating is is taking advantage of all of the things yeah. that are are Every business available business. to take advantage of, yeah. you know, that most wealthy people do. Business, you know, anyone who knows anything about money they are going to look for every loophole, every, you know, everything. So he's not doing anything different than anyone else. It's just because he's Donald Trump and they hate him, you know, to the, to the expense of, or, or to the um, detriment of the city of New York. Yeah. To the people of New York. You know how many jobs, just Trump Tower alone, how many businesses are in there? How many jobs? How many, are, are there residences in there as well? I can't Besides remember. Besides his? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Besides his. Yeah. I, I, I don't I think so. I'm not positive. I'm not positive um, either. But yeah. but let's say let's just say, uh, you know, uh, an insane amount of of people are going to be affected by this. And then the audacity of and I don't know if it was Hochul, Hochul, Hochul. I don't know how to say Hochul, 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 Hochul yeah. or one of the other ones. But uh, somebody came out and said, you know, because uh, business owners, in, you know, wealthy business owners in New York City are kind of like, whoa, hey. Uh, how's what does this mean for me? Is you going to come right. after me? And they're like, you don't have anything to worry about, nothing to worry about. Okay, sure, we don't. So nobody uh, is yeah. taking out nobody is taking out a loan like that in New York ever again. It's no, not happening right. because nope. they know that they can't 
do what has been the common practice, which is the, mm-hmm. you know, haggle back and forth with the, the bank and, and a little bit of overvaluing and, and those kinds of things. They know that they can't do it. Um, one of these other business guys, and I should have got his name down and I didn't, he said that there's um, New York has now with this solely with this decision, mm-hmm. New York has turned into a loser city. And, yeah. and he said that he, he grouped it with Southern California, specifically Southern and Central Los Angeles and San Francisco, right? The mm-hmm. Bay Area itself, because yeah. nobody is opening a business in San Francisco nope. and nobody is opening businesses in L.A. They're all moving. So those are both loser cities. And now mm-hmm. New York has just joined that crowd because of this decision and sure. because of what you said, which is all these business owners are like, I'm not going there. What are you crazy? Right. Like, why would right. I risk that? So yes. the repercussions of this, not just to Trump and not just to his assets, mm-hmm. but to future assets is just going to get worse. Yes. Yeah, the the very idea and real real possibility that New York City could become essentially a ghost town. Now, is that an exaggeration? Sure, but not by much. Not 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 when you're talking about the amount of people, you know, tourists and businesses and just everything that that's there. Um, you know, they're overrun with migrants all over the place. Uh, those curfews, I'm sure, are working out very, very well. Yeah, yeah. No doubt, you know. Yeah. I like we joked about it last week. We we're like, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure at at 10:59, they're like yeah. rushing back to the shelter, so all they can in be their bed. All, all in their bed, tucked in, tucked, bed. in yeah. tucked in with their cookies and their yeah. milk. <laughs> but oh man, it's bad. And I'll tell you what, I haven't been to. I haven't been to the city. I don't know. It's been a long time. It's been it's been quite a few years. Since I've been here, we used to go all the time. We used to go like we used to do our our, our four times. It was seasonal. We'd go four times a year. Each season, we'd go to New York to the city and uh, make a day event and just have a great time. You couldn't catch me there for for nothing. Nope, not a, not not unless I have to. Not if it's business and I'm in and out of there. Fine, um, I won't be happy about it, but I'll do it. And uh, yeah. But for pleasure, no. I, you see the videos. You see all the things. They have destroyed that city to uh, something that's almost unrecognizable. So two more things for context. One of them is, you know, so we talked about this is obviously it's politically motivated to go after mm-hmm. Trump. Right. No, no question. No, nobody's even being shy about that either. Right. right? So you've got that. You've got all the poor decision making by you know, Mayor Adams, um, that's all going downhill. Even he's backpedaling and trying to, you know, course correct and, and get things back on track. Mm-hmm. But if you go back and you go back, I think probably what's it been five years now, um, the Amazon miss driven mm. by AOC herself. Right. Okay? Yes. So that's go back right. those five ish years when she was so adamant mm-hmm. about the tax break, because that's what it was about. Mm-hmm. It was about them not paying their fair share of taxes. Right. Um, and that's why that whole thing got tanked was mm-hmm. because she wanted them to pay their taxes, not taking into account the amount, sheer amount of jobs and revenue that was going to come through the city. But because they weren't going to pay their fair share of taxes, Amazon said, fine, we'll go somewhere else. And they right. did. Right. Yep. So a couple of key Democrat moves in the last few years have really, really taken a toll on New York whether people yes. want to acknowledge it or not, or if they want to draw those lines and connect those dots, mm-hmm. but those that between that move, that Amazon 
you know, sabotage, you know, Mayor Adams and all his uh, and all the stuff that, that you know, um, defunding the police and and uh, that and right. then all the migrants and everything. And then now this thing with President Trump and the aftermath that's going to come out of that. Mm-hmm. Put those three things together. And, and now you're starting to get even diehard Democrats in the city of uh, New York, very much like diehard Democrats in the city of Chicago are sure. going, what in the world did we allow to happen? Mm-hmm. Why do we, this leadership is screwing us. It's all going bad. And you're starting to get a, a lot of, you know, shaky people living in the city. Um, the last thing, and I don't know if this is going to come to fruition or not. Have you seen this thing with the truckers? Yes, I did. I did. Yeah, it happened. And then now the guy's kind of backpedaling. Typical. He's a Chicago guy. I think they call him <laughs> Chicago Mike or something like I, that. You know, so I, I did hear a couple of things about his reasoning for, for back. I heard two different things. I heard one. Uh, and I'm sorry, I don't know the guy's name. Do you happen to I, know it? I think it's Chicago Mike is what they call it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, really I, yeah, I thought it was like truck or something. Or I think it, yeah. yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Um, yes. So I heard two different things in the span of hours. And I don't know which, if if even either are true. One, that uh, his it was upsetting his grandson. And so that's why he kind of took it down. I don't know that, you know, that Never one seems, that. you didn't hear that. One. I saw it, I saw it on X. Let's blame Twitter. Um and the other one was because he he something to the effect of that he didn't want it to uh, affect other people's livelihoods uh, by pushing pushing that on them. I don't know if any of that is true, if if any of that was the reason. But for whatever reason. Um, oh, and then I also heard that he only took it off of like one platform, like he only took it off of uh, Twitter or something. And it's still active. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't know. Do you, do you have more Intel? Well, on that so for those do? that aren't tracking. So this guy, Chicago, Mike, I think that's what they call him or that's what he goes by. Um, he is a, a truck driver, um, mm-hmm. and has, you know, tried to mobilize very much in like the, the French farmer, you know, kind of thing that's yes. over there. Right. He's trying to mobilize right. the truck driving force of the United States to stop making deliveries to the city of New York. Um, yes. Now, you know, I, I think he was kind of playing to the independent truck drivers. I obviously for the the big companies, they're not going to stop. And, you know, mm-hmm. the other the companies that have their own fleets are not going to Amazon and others are not going to that. That's not going to stop. Sure. Right. But I think he was really trying to play to the independent truckers to say, listen, we're not happy. You know, we're all conservatives. We're all Trump lovers. We all we all think this is garbage. The lawsuits mm-hmm. frivolous. They're just screwing with him because he's Trump. So screw the city of New York. Let's just stop making all deliveries to the city. Um, and that was right. his that was his his play. Um, but then he came back, I, and I don't even know if it was forty eight hours. It might have been less than forty eight hours because it, it gained quick. traction. It gained traction very quickly. Very then, very quickly. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it was like, well, um, maybe. <laughs> maybe and I, I think your point of. You know, I don't think he thought through the impact of the, you know, the small bodegas and the, and the, you know, the mom and pop places right. and the smaller, you know, stores and shops that really need those deliveries and how much it was going to affect them. And yeah. then, oh, by the way, the, the consumers in New York. Right. right? It's not just yes. going to hurt the city. It's going to hurt the people that live there. Mm-hmm. Uh, while I, I admire his gumption and the fact that it, did gain traction very quickly was pretty very cool. Yeah. I, you know, I suspect this guy was misplaced. I think that was a bad bad call. Yeah, definitely. I I suspect that he was just angry about uh, the, the verdict and uh, expressed his feelings 
Um, and it, it grew legs, it grew legs and ran. <laughs> and I don't think he was expecting that to happen. He probably yeah. figured, you know, I maybe, maybe I don't know what his following is, you know, but maybe he had like just a, a, a you know, modest following and he figured he was just venting and thrown out an opinion. And, uh, yeah. And it, it, like you said, on, it was definitely under 48 hours. Let's put it that way. So yeah. Chicago Mike <laughs> well, got famous real fast. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he got his 15 minutes. That's for sure. Woo, whether he wanted it or not. So, yeah. yeah. And you do feel bad because when these people get thrust in the spotlight, like spotlight like that, and they're unprepared for it, you know, you get, you get both sides of the spectrum. People are telling you that, you know, a lot of expletives and, and not very nice things. And you're just sitting there like, all I did was give my opinion on something. I didn't know this was going to happen. And then other people are bolstering you up and, and, you know, trying to make you basically their mascot. So I feel for the guy because that is a uh, alarming position to be put in when you're not looking for it or expecting it. Right. So yes, social media, man, it's crazy. I mean, I guess it's one of those uh, um, cautionary tales of like, always assume that if you put something out, on social media that it'll go viral. Now, chances are, obviously, it will not happen. But, you but never... if you go into it, always assuming that it will, you better make sure it's something you really want out there. <laughs> yeah. And again, if you're not like, I'm sure that the first time it happened to you, that mm-hmm. you got a little bit of hate traffic, you were like, whoa, whoa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, whoa. Oh, yeah, whoa. absolutely. Yeah. And, and I, then, I, then you kind of, I hate to say you get used to it, but you, you kind of do. You too. Um, yeah. But yeah. I mean, this guy, you know, whatever Chicago Mike or whatever, probably wasn't expecting because he got both sides of it. I'm sure. Right. Like you said, he got people that were cheering him and then people mm-hmm. that were probably, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if that guy had threats against his family. I mean, you know, oh, it, I bet. you know, and it, people are bonkers, so, man. <laughs> yeah. And he, I'm sure, he, like you said, he wasn't prepared for that. He just threw yeah. it out there and it, and it went nuts. So, yes, yeah. I don't envy yeah. him there. No, I know. And I, you know, I would put money on that. That is exactly how that whole thing went. Just, you know, here's how I feel about this. And just spoke off the cuff, threw it out there, not expecting it to grow legs. And it did, poor guy. But uh, yeah, so I wish him well, you know, I hope wherever, if he just can't, you know, uh, quits all his social media and says, I'm done with this nonsense, or if it pushes him into, uh, you know, who knows, maybe, maybe a spotlight position, who knows, maybe that'll work out really well for him. No idea, but maybe he is from Chicago and maybe he'll run for governor of Illinois. That would be be interesting, right? That That would be a nice, it would be a nice change of pace for that state. Yes. Oh my goodness. But hey, oh. talking talking social media and things, yeah. you know, technology and things getting out of control. I mean, yes. you know, our 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 you know, this topic, AI. Uh, you know, I, I had a little bit of a wake up call. My my best friend, mm-hmm. you know, we 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 commiserate all the time. He works in he works in Hollywood and uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's he, he does a lot of things in Hollywood. He's a TV writer. He belongs to the Guild, which they just went through the whole strike. And then, you know, the, the SAG strike afterwards and everything else. Right. Um, and, and you know, a lot of that or that a lot of that was based on um, revenue from streaming. Right. Yes. Because for years and years and years, they, they all relied on residuals. Contracts were based on residuals from reruns and replay. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you wrote for right. a TV show and it aired 
you know, prime time, you got a certain amount of money. And then when it was shown in a rerun in prime time, you got a certain amount of money. And then every time, like, you know, the people who, you know, like the, the cast of friends is still getting money off of reruns. Oh yeah. Every they will. Day, right? in and they will I'm in sure. perpetuity. Yep. Right. But right. what was never being accounted for or not being accounted for well was when somebody went to Netflix or they went to Amazon or they went to Hulu or they went to whatever and they right. streamed something that you mm-hmm. did. I, they weren't getting compensated for that, right? Right. Streaming's been around for a decade plus, right? Yes. I remember my friend talking about this quite a few years ago. Like I think two two uh, uh, contracts ago for the the Writers Guild, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then this time it finally came to a head. So the new scare, they just settled the streaming thing. And now right. it's this, right? Now it's and, this. And you and I have talked AI a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Like just casually between the two of us. But this is like AI is really, really coming to the fold in every way that you can imagine. Every possible way. And the way that it, it is and has been affecting actors uh, and those people is that uh, in a lot of different ways, but just for one example, when they want to do either say reshoots or, you know, change language or or words, or they want them to say things that the actors don't want to say, they'll, they'll use AI um, software to uh, simulate it, to, you know, basically take their, their place, use their likeness, but use AI software to have them speak what they want them to say. And that's creepy and crazy. So, you know, they're taking that away from them. Um, but AI, man, it's, it's in everything. It's, it's there. People are using it for book writing. People are using it for, you know, for everything that you can think of. And, you know, there's no, um, you know, and hence the, the wild West, there's, there's no regulation of this. They don't know what to do with it. It's, it's so fast. It's it's uh, infiltrating every single aspect of life, uh, including your doctor's office, you know, robotics and, and all of these things. It's taking the the job of uh, people. It's taking over. You know, it's literally taking over the thing that everybody, you know, they made all those movies of the, you know, the AI is going to take over. Or the robots Terminator. are going to take over the world. Skynet on Terminator. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was, it, that's all AI. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And here we are. And we're, you know, it's not like the the Terminator where we're fighting it. We're, we're saying, oh, good. Oh, you're making my life so much easier. Write my book for me. Write my, uh, you know, my scripts for me. Uh, do everything for me. And um, it's crazy. So our, our, our lawmaking process is mm-hmm. bureaucratic and cumbersome which is part of the problem, right? We are not moving fast enough and we will never, as it stands right now, move fast enough to, you know, set laws in place, protections in place to protect mm-hmm. against AI, right? right. Um, there are nefarious people, horrible people in the world that will absolutely use AI in the worst possible ways that you can ever imagine. Because yes. people suck and and that's our reality, right? Oh, yeah. And the lowest form of that is the uh, these like spoof calls, you know, these, uh, you know, we have your we have our uh, mom. Yes. I've been kidnapped and it's an yep. AI generated voice. And, you know, and people are falling for it and terrible things are happening. I mean, that's just one of the many things. But yeah, there's I mean, it, and it, you know, it can get a lot darker, a lot quicker. And I'll only make one, I'll make one reference 
and you guys can jump to all kinds of different places from that. Um, with AI, it is possible to develop without ever having a human being involved child pornography. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And you know, there is some sick son of a bitch out there who's going to yep. do it if they haven't yep. already. Right. Right. Now, is that legal? Is that not legal? It's mm-hmm. not a real child. Right. It's, you know what I mean? Like you get into all these gray areas. And again, our legal system is not agile enough to, to, to put protections in place to protect. Right. Families. And, and, and right now you're right. There is no answer for that right now. No. There's no answer for that of what do you do? And I think, um, you know, not child pornography, but uh, there was a big splash about Taylor Swift, yeah. uh, her likeness being yeah. used in pornographic content, you know, and it, it is, uh, uh, the technology is so advanced now that people can't tell, you know, so it really does. It's not like, um, you know, I don't know. I can't even think of any of the, the shows where, you know, back in the day when it was so obviously, you know, yeah. animatronic or whatever, right. I don't know. Green screen and, and all kinds yeah, of, yeah, exactly. Photoshop and all that stuff. It was always readily apparent, but right. you know, I mean, in every horrible way possible that you think somebody can use AI, they will use AI. Mm-hmm. And it is going to develop so quickly. Uh, and again, back to the conversation with my best friend, you know, he's, he said that the one of the scary things in Hollywood right now is, you know, if you take a script for a, mm-hmm. for a movie, whether it was written by a human being or written by AI itself, right. you will be in the next 12 to 24 months, you will be able to take that script, dump it into AI, and it mm-hmm. will generate a full length feature film with not a single actor in it done and it'll do it in a matter of no time right so and then, crazy, yep. and then even if there's something bad in it or something wonky or whatever like they watch it and they say ah let's they just go in there and, and it's all digital and they just change it right right it's, it's not difficult um so you know f- again every possible way that you think somebody's going to exploit this they're going to and it yeah. is going to affect and and we are in a lot of cases we're welcoming it which mm-hmm. is just all the telltale, like all of the cautionary tales are out there. We, we joked about Terminator and Skynet, but that's, right. you know, it, mm-hmm. that is a cautionary tale. That is an extreme cautionary tale, but it is out there. Um, yes. This is, we, we collectively, you would have thought that our, our conscience as a nation as, as human beings would have mm-hmm. slowed this down. Right. Yeah. You remember cloning? You remember cloning? Oh sheep, yeah. Yeah. Right? Dolly. Everybody Dolly in the sheep, world. Right? Everybody, I won't say everybody, the vast majority of the world looked at that and went, this is a horrible idea. Like right. we need to stop. But there was a handful of scientists that were like, yeah. Oh, think what we can do. do. A cow next. We yes. did a sheep. Let's do a yeah. cow. Ne- you know what I mean? What's next? Yeah. Right. Um, and you're going to have the same thing with AI. You're going to yeah. have a, a, a group of people, people out there that are going to jump on it. I will tell you now as a substitute teacher, um, mm-hmm. kids love chat GPT. Oh it's, yeah, I'm sure. Right? Yeah. Schools right now are having a hard time protecting themselves from kids writing things on chat GPT. Right. I was just hey, going to say, a, that's another I need a paper level. On Romeo and Juliet by tomorrow morning. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, gee, that's yeah. going to be so hard. Here you go. Just drop you know. in a couple of lines, you yeah. know, and you can't, um, wh- what are you going to do? How do you, you know, if they go in and change a few words and dumb it down a little bit, or I think even with that stuff, you can, 
there's different categories of, you know, summarize. Um, I, I've seen it. I, I know somebody who who uses it for stuff. They plug stuff in there. And if they want it to, you know, they can choose whether they want the the language to be casual conversation style or professional, you know, business professional, casual, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I, you know, listen, I, I, I get that the love and appreciation for uh, convenience and ease and, and fast stuff when it, and it's a fast paced world, we want everything five minutes ago and this is how we get it. But, you know, now that this box has been open, Pandora's box here uh, is open and how the heck do you get the lid on that? I, you know, I mean, I guess that's the million dollar question or I guess now, you know, with inflation, the billion dollar question, <laughs> the million billion dollars? Dollar, right. That's nothing. Chump change. Yeah. Um, but that's the billion dollar question right now. Like, how do you undo or or pump the brakes on this now that it's already so huge and it's infiltrated so much of our everyday life, so much so that we don't even realize how much we're already using or engaged with uh, AI. So whew, if somebody has the answer to that question, I don't have a billion dollars for you. Do you have a billion dollars no. for them? <laughs> okay, so forget and, the billion and, dollars, guys. And the hard part is we're balancing because there are some things that are coming out of AI that are amazing. Some yes. medical breakthroughs that AI is coming up with that people could not have put to the pieces together and certainly not as quickly as AI has. There, there's been some leaps already mm-hmm. because of the use of AI. So you're in that like, well, if we shut it down now, then then we like this was awesome. We want to do more of this. And it's like, well, right. yeah, the problem is this awesome stuff is offset by this really crappy stuff over here that some dirtbag's doing and, yes. and there's no in between. So yes, it's the billion dollar question. Mm-hmm. Um we 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 can't move quick enough on protective laws. And yes. I for one do not trust the United States government to be in charge of AI. Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely I, I, not. I, yes. No that is way, literally the last no thing that we, anyone should want to happen. No. And, you know, but there are going to be just like everything else, there are people are going to be, you know, pounding their fists and saying, what are you going to do about it? Government, you know, how are you going to fix this problem? Well, they're going to fix it the same way they did the social media, um, you know, with the, the tech, um, hearing yeah. you know yeah. fixing it the same way it was so successful Nothing but grandstanding yeah, yeah. they that's haven't done it. anything by the way that was no. what three weeks ago three weeks ago we yeah. talked about this nothing has changed zero what nothing's <laughs> changed i'm shocked yeah. but you're right you're, it'll nothing the u.s government will waste more time and money and effort and they won't control anything and right. it won't matter um and some smart guy like you know, Zuckerberg or Bezos or somebody's going to capitalize on it and yes. they'll be in charge of everything within a matter of a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think the only answer for right now, guys, for all of us is that we need to be more diligent, more aware, um, more, man, we need to, you know, I hate to sound like the, uh, the survivalist doomsdayer, uh, but we need to build a bunker and we, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But we do need to become a little bit more, go back to being self-reliant and not so dependent. So I think the change, the only way you can start is like in our own homes with our own lives, with our own technology and all of that stuff. And, and uh, I am going to make a conscious effort um, because I am definitely technology attached for sure. So uh, I don't know where, I don't know where my, my changes are going to come, but there's something, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I tried, man. I tried. <laughs> 
<laughs> Listen, I, I'm are. the guy who can still sleep outside and kill my own food, so I'm I'm okay. Oh, <laughs> I tell I tell you what, I I actually, you know, there's a weird part of me, and I hate to go over here. We're we're okay. Um, there's a weird part of me that like kind of loves the idea of everything getting shut down. Like I'm a camper, I love camping. So and and I I'm hardcore. I do the tent camping. I'm not you know I'm not so uh, what's that called glamping? I don't do the glamping. Yeah. I don't care. Um, yeah, there's a weird part of me that would love for everything to get shut down. Don't hold me to it because I'll be the probably the first one complaining. But <laughs> well, you know it, it's funny because um, m- manual or you know rudimentary is the solution in a lot of cases. Like when we talked about school, mm-hmm. um, the answer is give the kids a pile of paper and make them write a paper. Like here's the final exam, no Chromebook, no computer, no tablet, no nothing. Right. The problem is, is that most of the kids can't physically write. It's not that they they, Mm. like their handwriting is atrocious and they don't know and all those other things, but to, you know, keep them from using AI chat GPT and all these other things, make them write out of their own brain. Yes. That's how you, so you do like the, the, the converse of the the tech explosion is mm-hmm. to go back to rudimentary, but yeah. you know, there is some romantic kind of, you know, notion in that. I think it's pretty, pretty awesome. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, that's, that may be the way we got to go. Yeah, I think so. I think so. In the meantime, guys, um, after you watch the show, well, no, you're going to be watching in the evening. Maybe if it's daytime and you're watching this or listening to it, um, go outside, get some fresh air, (laughs) get out in nature like that. I feel like that is the answer to so many things like turn off the, the phones and the, all of the distractions, go outside, get out in nature, breathe that air in and, and just disconnect from it all. Even if you could do it for like an hour or two a day, just, just that time to like, let your brain regenerate. (laughs) Right. Yeah, no, for sure. Outside's important. Yeah. All right, guys, that is our our, our healthy living tip for, for the week. <laughs> we are so appreciative of you guys hanging out with us. Uh, we look forward to your comments. You've been absolutely phenomenal engaging in that comment section. And uh, we love it. Keep it up. And we will see you next week. Clay, as usual, you get to close them out. Hey, just uh, one last shout out to Jeff and the folks over at Shoot Angry Inc. You know, my local gun shop, great people. And uh, I always enjoy going over there. They're, they're good folks. But uh, as always for me, keep moving, keep shooting. Take care, guys. <laughs>